listener, and welcome to the Characterverse podcast. This is a podcast dedicated to providing deep dives, impressions, and reviews for specific characters out of your favorite comic books. My name is Mike, and I'm joined by... Audrey. And... Alicia. Again! Yay! Woo! For the fourth time now, which I didn't... It's really been four times already. Yay! <laughs> Wait, has it been more than that? No, it's been four. But we did a Spider-Man. Spider-Man and Three Blades. Oh. We're doing Blade 3. Oh, Blade why? Oh, it was Josh and Ashley. I yeah. was like, why did I think it's... she was a part of all of our Spider-Man journey? <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, we're going on like, I don't know, three months without Charlie now. Wow. I love you, Charlie. It's... I miss you. Miss you. Your little your baby. I stuff. feel like when he does come back, I should get like those little party poppers and like <laughs> a little red carpet. <laughs> Make it get one of the noisemakers and yeah. just spin it around a lot. Yeah. Anyway. Make him a welcome uh, back cake or something cute. Right, right. <gasps> Anything for cake. Absolutely. <laughs> I can use the exact same audio file I did last time for back in the saddle again that mm-hmm. we did like, I don't know, a year ago now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. Let's get into this. We're doing Blade 3 Trinity. Audrey, you got some stats for me? Uh-huh. Blade Trinity was directed by David S. Goyer, written by David S. Goyer. Um, for me, that's a red flag. Just just <laughs> FYI. It was released December 8th, 2004. Runtime is 113 minutes. The budget was $65 million and it made $132 million at the box office. Doubling its money. All right. Not um, as good as the last one. So uh, I, there's 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 drama that happened with this movie. So I wanted to get into it a little bit. Um, I, I'm not sure how much you read into it, Annalicia, but um, <laughs> I've heard some things. I I yeah. read a couple of articles. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, there was apparently a pretty big schism between Wesley Snipes and Goyer, the uh, director slash writer of it, mm-hmm. um, allegedly, and this is what Wesley Snipes will say, over uh, the production's lackluster black representation in the movie. Oh, sure. Uh, sure. So th- that was like, that's the the uh, PR version of it. Uh, so, yeah. the But uh, according to a bunch of other people, uh, specifically Patton Oswalt had an interview that he gave a while back about it, uh, Blade would only show up for his close-up shots, and it was the stunt double doing the rest of the movie. So if you ever notice, there's a bunch of uh, scenes where like Blade is like off in the distance or like in a shadow or something like that. They, yeah, it's it's very obvious that it is not Wesley Snipes for a bunch of it. I mean, they do a pretty good job yeah, they at, do. at going back and forth, but it's uh, pretty funny. <laughs> But uh, apparently Wesley Snipes was stoned most of the time after smoking weed uh, and refusing to show up. Dang. Um, so <laughs> apparently the like there, there was an argument that uh, with Wesley Snipes that like he thought the only reason why they were doing the movie they way, the way they were was to get um, Jessica Beale and Ryan Reynolds their own like spinoff shows slash movies um well that's not completely unfounded because they did follow it up with blade the series that was starring ryan reynolds true so i mean yeah yeah it kind of did happen yeah but uh, I wanted to read a little quote from uh, uh, Patton Oswalt on here. He gave this during a uh, an interview, um, and it was, uh, I remember one day on the set, they let everyone pick their own clothes. There was one black actor who was also kind of a club kid, and he wore a shirt with the word garbage on it, big stylish letters. It was his shirt, and Wesley came down to the set, which he only did for close-ups. Everything else was done by stand-in. I only did one scene with him. 
but he comes on and goes, the only other black guy in the movie, and you have him wear a shirt that says garbage, you racist motherfucker. And then he tried to strangle uh, director David Goyer. <laughs> oh, no. What? Oh, no. Oh, um, oh, I lied. Uh, Ryan Reynolds was not in the Blade series. I'm sorry. It starred uh, Kirk Sticky Jones. <laughs> yeah. So uh, according to Oswald, again, this is all like there's there's a little bit of a rumor mill going on here but according to oswald goyer was worried about more onset and violence so he hired a bunch of bikers uh, at a bar to escort him to the next day of shooting <laughs> um wow. yeah and apparently they had a sit-down meeting uh that left uh snipes furious and he would only communicate now via post-it notes <laughs> i'd heard about that yeah yeah for the rest of the shoot um uh and wesley snipes did confirm in 2018 that he did in fact use sticky yellow paper to talk to the director <laughs> sticky yellow paper <laughs> <laughs> I, he's still not saying it <laughs> so uh oswald also said that snipe stayed in a character at all times and only a- interacted with people as blade um and oswald explained when i met him he was i was like hi and he was like i'm blade <laughs> so yeah uh, according it wasn't great um uh, yeah and like i said oswald said that he s- smoked a lot of weed and then uh, there was a another quote from uh, Oswald saying, uh, you would think, uh, or we would all just think of things to say, uh, then cut to Wesley's face, uh, not doing anything, because it, it was, wow, not doing anything, because all we could, or because that's all we could get from him. It was kind of funny. We were like, what is the worst jokes and puns that we can say to this guy? And then it would just be him, be his face going, mm-hmm, smiles, mm-hmm. <laughs> smiles are contagious. And that was the example of a very troubled shoot that we made fun. So apparently a lot of the like one-liners and all that stuff were ad-libbed. They were not part of the actual script. You know so- what? Because Ryan Reynolds, like... All the shit that he said was like, I was like, they just let him say that. Yeah, he just, like, they just they let him write that for him. Yeah, which it did. <laughs> he was feel, just saying stuff. It did feel very Deadpool, but unrefined. Mm-hmm. Like it, the the jokes and stuff like that, the one liners weren't quite as on point in this movie. Um, so apparently, uh, Wesley Snipes did also sue uh, New Line Cinema, Goyer, and the executive producer to- Toby Emmerich in a lawsuit seeking $5 million in damages, uh, but apparently the suit never went anywhere. So, because uh, uh, it was supposed to be because there was a uh, part in his uh, his contract that he would have more decisions and stuff like that. And he claimed that uh, his efforts to select a, a more diverse cl- cast and crew were thrown by the wayside. Um, so, yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, apparently, there was a lot of, uh, like, Wesley just, like, refused to respond to, like, anything. And it, it seemed like he did not like any of his coworkers. <laughs> so. It does feel like he did less acting, if that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Or less emoting. Yeah. Yeah. Um so yeah, that there was um there's a lot of fun that happened on the set of this one. So I, there's there's other like stories you can find on it. There was a bunch of other like random shit that happened on it, but uh those were some of the bigger notes. So uh we're going to get into this troubled movie. <laughs> what do you think <laughs> about is... like what all the trouble that they had? Like I'm not saying this movie is good, but through everything that did, the fact that this movie is at a level as it is right now, like, is a miracle. <laughs> right? That's the thing, is they actually do a really good job, considering uh, Wesley Snipes was not on set for most of this movie. Mm-hmm. Like, 
it, they do a really good job cutting it and or using any footage they had of Wesley Snipes to get it right. And they must have had a very good lookalike like stunt double mm-hmm. because there, there's quite a few scenes where I was just like, okay, I can obviously tell that's not Wesley Snipes. But a lot of times it's like, okay, yeah, I know it's not him, but... You know, I could look past it a little bit. So mm-hmm. the fact that it was a workable movie in any way uh, <laughs> is honestly a, a testament to the them actually, like, you know, working at it. Not a good movie, but, you know, mm-hmm. giving it a shot. Yeah, exactly. It's, uh, <laughs> they did it. They made the damn movie. So good job, guys. <laughs> All right. Let's, uh, let's get into this, this. So we get four, four. Four fully covered vampires that walk into a, a stone ziggurat. So immediately right off the bat, I want to point out that they do give the sun the finger uh, at the beginning of this movie, which I was like, yeah, yeah, sure. Uh, but they are in a desert in Iraq. Uh, they are looking uh, at to reawaken Dracula. Uh, they do find him uh, eventually because there's more tunnels underneath. And uh, for some reason, that is never fully explained. Uh, Dracula was in Iraq in this you know, stone outcropping type thing and does bite off a vampire's head, which does kill him. Mm, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. Uh, apparently that is a, an effective way to kill a vampire. I guess. So um, I thought way more people, more of these vampires were going to die and then they just, they were just fine. So it's fine. Whatever. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, we cut to six months later. Uh, Blade uh, has slipped up. Uh, the IMDb here says after killing 1,182 human familiars and countless vampires. And I was like, that's a hyper specific number I don't remember in the movie. No, they. Do they say that? He does say okay. that. He do- Well, uh, he says it later on when they have captured him and interrogated him. The doctor asked that. And he uh... comes with this very specific number. I was like, you keeping track, man? Well, I guess good for you. <laughs> That that is some serial killer shit right there. Kinda, I, yeah. I, I, right. I, I apparently missed that because I was like, "That's a hyper specific uh, number to throw into here." But sure, we were probably still screaming about something else. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> there was, there was a lot happening. TBH. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So there, we uh, we get a, a scene with uh, Wesley Snipes, the uh, Blade, going in and uh, you know breaking up a vampire joint, killing a bunch of vampires. Pretty Simple, standard blade. Yeah, standard, standard pretty blade standard blade. Procedure. Yeah, there's a there's a uh, uh, do 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 chasing with cars and stuff like that, which we did have a lot of logistical issues. Like, why would you point your car that way to have it face the wrong way on the highway? Mm-hmm, and so, mm-hmm, like, why wouldn't mm-hmm. you back out of the vehicle? Anyways, it's fine. Yeah. It's fine. It's not a big yeah. deal. Um, <laughs> I was just like, why? Yeah. <laughs> why this? Anyway. But uh, yeah, so we get a chase scene, and then Blade does catch to the last vampire guy and he stakes him through the chest which uh, does not immediately kill this guy and he is human and is apparently a not a familiar just a human which with I, fake teeth with fake teeth which i was like okay i i guess because like that was like it was kind of a sticking point that it was not an a familiar at one point like i don't know yeah no he murdered a real guy yeah he murdered a whole a whole dude yeah which sure i guess but which pretty sure he did in the last movie, but okay. Yeah. But, uh, well, that's the thing. He killed 1,182 familiars, which are just normal-ass humans. So mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know why this one was suddenly different. Well, the way I but, see it is that, like, are you yeah. a familiar when you have a tattoo, or are you a familiar once you become involved with vampires? Because you clearly were part of this plan. You clearly yeah. knew what a vampire was and the risks of being with them, like, 
you are familiar whether you have a tattoo or not you're you're familiar at this point right he's literally willing to die for this stupid fucking plan thank you yep but uh yeah parker posey um played uh, she plays i think it's talos um she she's great she she's just having a great great time girl oh my god she gets to have like a mullet she yeah she has like a, mu- a lot of like, walking around with the chin up and stuff uh, like that i do love at one point she's sitting at a table and just like kicks a person in the face uh, <laughs> that was funny i've loved that but uh she she's playing cameraman on top of a building super far away and you know is a, an anonymous citizen that like um you know, submits the video and then they immediately are able to ID him and then his code name of Blade, which mm-hmm. is very funny. Like, the wanted poster said Blade, and I was like, why would you know his name is Blade? <laughs> like, doesn't he have like a like a name name? Or... Yeah, right. He would. I, I they say it at one point, and I think it's the second movie. Oh, sure, sure. But he was staged. The vampires are trying to use the humans, which I was like, the vampires could already use the police, like. That, that was already well-established in other movies that, the, that they own the police. Shit, we find out that there's vampires in the FBI already. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. My brain was like, you're just kind of almost exposing yourself. This seems like a self-harming uh, <laughs> idea that you have here. Yeah, like so mm-hmm. you self-owning yourself. Exactly. You played yourself. All right. <laughs> so FBI agent Ray Cumberland, played by James Remar, and Wilson Hale, played by Michael Anthony Rollins, uh, have positively identified Blade thanks to a video by the anonymous anonymous citizen, played by uh, who is Danica Talos. That's who it is. By mm-hmm. Parker Posey, uh, one of the four vampires who freed Dracula, played by Dominic Perel, also known as Drake. Now is what he's calling himself. So he's Dracula. He's Dracula. Yeah. Um, the FBI, uh, the FBI um, follows Whistler because Whistler gets sloppy and like just you know, goes for a stroll and then walks back to their secret hideout. So, cool. Make it make sense. Yeah. <laughs> like, come on. But uh, Whistler's complaining, like, Blade, you got sloppy, blah, blah, blah. Like, <laughs> the humans are coming on to us. And he's like, that doesn't sound like my fucking problem. <laughs> like, and then the, the humans are there. <laughs> it's like, immediately. Well, as soon as Whistler's like, oh, we are getting sloppy and everything, my brain was like, all right, we're moving on to the next town. Like, as soon as the, like, news thing came out and they started talking to the officer and to the doctor and the interview and everything about whether or not vampires exist, I'm like, time for another city, time for another hangout, we're leaving. And they don't! They chill! They keep chilling! Like, go back to Moscow or something. Yeah, thank you! Let's leave the country for just, like, a hot minute, like... Let's uh, let's go hit the border or something. Just uh, let's run to Canada or Mexico. Like you could, it, there's not a lot of yeah. stuff stopping you. Go. There's across. literally oh, vampires God, all over the world. You will not be without a job, Blade, if you were to right. run another country entirely. Well, and I, also not a job. He does not get paid. Yeah. Well, anyway. and it was also funny. Uh, like the the police chopper like sees his car. And then we ju- we just cut to him like pulling into like their secret hideout later, and I was like, he parks the car outside too, like mm-hmm. in cl- clear view of the sky, like mm-hmm. no ex- explanation of how he outruns the cops in this scenario or anything. So because the cops are there like immediately too, so I don't, yeah. whatever. It's, it's fine. Silly. It annoyed so me. So the FBI corner. Go ahead. Sorry. Sorry, I was gonna say it annoyed me whenever like Whistler like heard something, so he went to like Blade and was like, "What's up?" And Blade is just like the thing that you are afraid of, and then Stat just stands there until the police are literally like through the window, and I'm like, "You literally wasted five seconds telling him like what you were worried about, like just police and get out of there." Yeah. <sighs> mm-hmm. Sorry. Five O's here scattered. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, but the police uh, cornered Whistler and Blade, played by Christo- Chris Christopherson, which it felt like they shoehorned him into the last movie to have him there and then immediately kill him off in this movie. That sounds about right. So uh, they have their warehouse library, uh, la- library laboratory. Uh, we also briefly got the little um, new and uh, like injection method for Blade, where he can like suck on it in his mouth or something. He's I don't know. He's got an inhaler. He's got a new uh, vampire inhaler. Yeah. But uh, Whistler's not about to let their operation fall into the hands of the FBI for some reason. Why wouldn't they? release their documents that prove all of this is real yeah like they're literally destroying evidence that like exonerates them i, I won't say exonerates them they're still killing a lot of people but mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah anyways yeah <laughs> well i guess the vampires run the fbi and all the courts and all that i mean stuff, true but, but sure. i mean they can't have every single one there's they're, they're already having like vampire talks on tv so right like you, the secret's out yeah the secret's out anyways. anyway but uh, the FBI is loaded with human familiars as well as, a f- you know, a few vampire agents. After yelling at Blade to get out of the building, Whistler, Whistler blows it up, destroying everything, the computer's weaponry, and himself. Uh, Blade is, you know, he's a little he's a little sad uh, by Whistler's death and uh, is very easily captured because uh, mm-hmm. he's just standing there with a sword for a while, like, ah, rah, and, like, trying to, like, punk dudes out, and then he just sits down for a while. His papa died. So. Yeah. I don't know. It's fine. It's his father. So Blade is taken to the police department where he is being, uh, you know, he's being interviewed by the FBI. They've got like fun restraints on him where they like tie his biceps together. Yeah. Um, which is, uh, you don't want to immobilize the body like that because they can, people can actually go into shock. Like I know that it's Blade, so it's fine, but that's actually a really dangerous way to hold someone. So anyway, <laughs> just you know, for all you Shibari fans yeah, out there, yeah, yeah, just be careful. Like if, if you get a, if you get like a sudden uh, you know exertion of the body and then get tied up like that, you you can go into shock. Uh, anyways, messed up. Yeah, it's not great. Did not know that. So he was considered public enemy number one for just killing a a dude. I like, guess. The, <laughs> I guess. I don't. I see. Here's the thing: is like, don't get me wrong. What they saw Blade do on the street, pretty fucked up. But they only had one body. Like, they're calling him, like, a mass serial killer and all this other stuff before they had even caught him, but they only had one body. Do you think that they were, like, saying, oh, he's related to these missing persons who are vampires? Maybe, like, well, he claims that he's going to be killing all, that he had killed all of these human familiars, so maybe they have evidence of those said human familiars, like, in the vampire, like, warehouses and stuff that they're like, oh, he's also attached to all of these murders, and so that's why he's public enemy number one? I guess, yeah, it's possible. It, it I guess, like, if you have, like, a bunch of, like, humans that have, like, stakes in their bodies, maybe that's, like, an easy way to tie them together, because... I guess. But, like, why are we trying to think of that? Why didn't they tell us that? You know? Right? Well, <laughs> also, I, I thought it was hilarious, because when Blade, like, like, shoots that dude with the stake in the back, and he doesn't turn into, like, Ash right away, Blade seems hyper-confused that he's not, de- like, not Ashy, and it's, like... You 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 say that you killed over a thousand familiars. You know exactly what's going on right now. Well, that guy had fake fangs, so he was under the impression of vampire. That's why. Right. And he's definitely well, he... gone up against other vampires who like who couldn't die by steak or silver or garlic or anything. It was just sunlight. So he might have been like, "Are you are you morphing? Are you are you ev- doing the evolution <laughs> thing?" Some weird. Are you anamorphing? <laughs> do I do I gotta hit you with one of them weird things? Like, yeah. I mean, at this point, why does he even? 
just just use steaks why doesn't he use the uv stuff all the time all the time more garlic garlic like fucks people up we we saw a person's head explode in the first movie due to garlic anyways okay anyways so forensic psychiatrist dr edgar vance played by john michael higgins who uh you probably remember from pitch perfect um yeah yeah he's one of the uh judges or like announcers yeah he's been in a bunch of other stuff too but he, I, I he's would... like a distinguished movie gentleman yeah he yeah. plays like tv casters yeah. <laughs> and everything yes uh he pronounced blade as psychotic and wants to transfer him to a the county psych- psychiatric ward the police chief martin reed played by mark barry play, pulls jurisdiction and refuses to release blade to anyone um, while they argue over who should have custody of Blade, Vance shoots him full of tranquilizers. Uh, even in his weakened state, Blade has already figured out that Vance is working for the vampires. Uh, not long later, uh, Danica Talos and several other vampires, including her brother Asher, played by Colm Keith Rainier, Rennie, and strongman Jericho Grimwood, pl- played by Paul Levinsky, also known as Triple H for you wrestling fans. Uh, can I just say, I did not realize this was a wrestler until he was body slamming Ryan Reynolds in the third act. I was like, oh, is this a wrestler? And Michael's like, he's been Triple H the whole time. I'm like, oh, uh, whoops. And he also is in charge of the WWE, if I remember correctly. He took over for oh. Vince McMahon after he stepped down. Is that good? I mean, apparently, I don't sure. know. Vince McMahon's a piece of shit, so it's, oh. it's good, probably good. Great. Um, so uh, they were posing as a transfer team. They arrived to move Blade, uh, but Danica can't hide her vampirism from Blade for long. Um, and but Blade is too knocked out to resist, um, and she she taunts him for a while. But uh, she does say the line like, "There's no one here to help you now," and then someone immediately helps Blade. Uh, so yeah. <laughs> So there's some new vampire hunters in town. Uh, We get Whistler's illegitimate daughter, uh, Abigail, played by Jessica Biel, and the wisecracking ex-vampire Hannibal King, played by Ryan Reynolds. uh, Wait, wait. Did we skip over the scene where she gets stalked by vampires on the street? Oh, she has a fake baby. You know, we did. We did jump over that. Yeah, she does get stalked by vampires that follow her into the train station that is just inexplicably, like, completely empty. Mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm. she pretends to play scared for a while and then does get punched a bunch of times mm-hmm, mm-hmm. until they realize that the baby isn't real and it sprays one of them with garlic. Mm-hmm. And then she cuts a dude in half with a lightsaber. So <laughs> that was actually kind of cool. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, w- I was. Um... I was floored. I was like, why do they only have one of these? <laughs> Wouldn't you want more? Like, <laughs> but... we need to weaponize this more. Well, I also, sure. I was also getting frustrated in that fight because there was multiple parts where, like, guys were, like, down on the ground and she didn't just kick them with her, like, magic vampire killing blade. Like, literally just on the ground, she mm-hmm. could have just wound up and kicked him. She kicked a dude in the taint and killed him at one point. So, like, I don't know. Anyways. Anyways, it's fine. Choices. It's, Choices it's fine. were made. <laughs> so we have the uh, Yeah. So we have the um the uh the, the bust out part. They're 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 doing the jailbreak. Nice. Uh Ryan Reynolds is the only one that like gets the blade. They have a fight inside of the room for a while. It's it's fine. So they overpower Danica and her henchmen while Blade doses himself with the serum um that is now super effective. So that's cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, Blade's strength returns. He uh, ki- Blade does kick Triple H through a, like a whole ass wall at one point. 
Um, and then they left all of his gear in the room with him, which was very uh, convenient of them to do for Blade. So he goes and grabs his stuff while him and King and Abby uh, try to break out of the police station. The vampires attack. There, there's a shootout that happens. It's fine. It's more Blade shit. Um, <laughs> the action sequences were pretty fun. Yeah. They're, like, they're, they're, those have been consistent. Yeah, they, they were consistent. They were well done. Um, I will say... There were parts in this movie where the CGI is way better than the previous movies. Mm. And then there's parts in this movie where the CGI is real bad. <laughs> so uh, it was like, this was not consistent. I wonder if there was multiple CGI teams that were working on stuff. Um, but yeah. That's uh, not a bad guess. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so they get outside and as they exit, a bunch of police cars drive up and they're like, oh, we're screwed now. And I was like, you just took on like a lot of cops. Like, I don't, I don't see the issue. Um, and then, you know, uh, an old van pulls up, the co- cops don't stop it in any way, and then they just jump in the car and drive off. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, not only that, but Blade, in the middle of the fight, goes through a vent and abandons them. Yeah. But then he shows up, busting out of the window to the bottom, and he's like, I forgot my sword. I'm like, you literally put on your entire vest, bl- bulletproof, whatever, get up, got your guns and everything, you forgot your sword? Blade, yeah. the guy whose name is Blade, you forgot your son. Yeah. Hey, okay. Yep, yep. But you know what? Thinking back at how, oh, he's not going to be, uh, Wesley Snipe is not going to be in any of these shots. We have to find out a way for him to not be here. I yep. guess. Yep. I guess it, <laughs> totally. it makes it work. It yep. makes more sense with that. Yeah, with that in mind, him completely exiting this fight does make sense. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. So they, they drive to Abby and King's uh, honeycomb hideout where Blade meets the rest of the Night Stalkers as they refer to themselves. Did you hate that they called it the honeycomb hideout? Yes. Okay, thank you. I did too, and I don't really know why, because I was fine with the Night Stalkers thing, but for some reason, honeycomb hideout, I was like, shut up. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't like it. <laughs> So we, we have a, a few other... We meet the rest of the team. We have the van driver, uh, Dex, played by Ron Sel- Selmier, um, who does not play a part in this movie except for to die later. Um, we have the uh, weaponary designer, uh, Hot Hedges, played by Patton Oswald. We have the blind scientist, uh, Summerfield, play, played by Natasha Lowen. Lowen? Leon. Leon, that's the word. That's how you say it. Yeah, <laughs> she's in um, that Netflix TV show. Yeah. And uh, Summerfield's uh, young daughter, Zoe, played by Haley Page. Uh, Cute. Yeah. Although he is informed that it was Summerfield who fashioned his new serum inhaler and that Whistler wanted Blade to work with the Night Soccer, Blade is not impressed uh, by them. Uh, He's like, they're all kids. They're all rookies. Uh, And not to mention that Abby Whistler fights with her MP3 earbuds played in. He He doesn't like that she listens to music. Yeah. So... She was making a playlist in iTunes. Yeah. And, and she put the iPods in. And I was like, wow, the, we're of a time. Yeah. She's like going through the computer, like selecting what oh, song she God. wants to download to the iPod. I was I watching miss that? that old, um, uh, that old uh, um, <laughs> iTunes format. I liked that. Yeah. It was very nostalgic. Yes. Yeah. The nostalgia. But we meet the team. We get a little interaction and stuff like that. It's it's fine. Um, Patton Oswald's character very excited to meet Blade. Dex is just kind of around. Summerfield is the the scientist that's cool and collected the blind, mm-hmm. and, which is just for fun, I guess. Yeah, which hey representation. It's great. Yeah. Sure, why not? Um, 
The Night Stalkers inform Blade that Dracula has been reawakened. They have already collected all this data that Blade was here, and they had already been mobilized by Whistler? Question mark. Like they they came together pretty quick. Uh, but Blade has been reawakened by the vampires in order to help them with the vampire final solution. Oh, you uh, mean Drake was reawakened? Yeah, by Dracula. The... I'm sorry, I thought you said Blade. No, the Night Stalkers informed Blade that Dracula ah, was reawakened see, to help with the vampire's final solution. I'm sorry if I no, misspoke no, no, no. there. You good, you good. Um, which, don't like that they call it the final solution. That's, mm, no thank you. They want you to know they're the bad guys. Yeah, they want, yeah they, they're, they're trying to equate the vampires to Nazis at this point, so that's that's fun. Um, yeah, it's pretty pretty rough. Uh, they do know, however, that they're going to need a new weapon, something bigger than just silver nitrate bullets and garlic spray. Uh, Summerfield has been working on a biological weapon that she calls Daystar, which... Sure. Sure. Don't like that, but sure. Uh, a virus that specifically targets vampires, which also feels very Nazi Germany, like eugenics types thing, like mm-hmm. spe- target specific uh, biological traits. Not great either. Interesting. Uh, unfortunately, the virus's uh, lethality is spotty. They haven't been able to perfect it yet. Uh, and they think that they need uh, better DNA to work with. And since Dracula's blood was the, the only pure blood of all the vampires and the original because uh, he was the perfect vampire sure. unaffected by generations of mutation they can get the perfect you know vampire killing thing sure. so uh, a lot of a lot of stuff in this section I did not like um it is not good uh it is the wording and the way things are phrased is very bad. Uh, no, thank you. Uh, maybe it's because I listen to too many history podcasts that I'm just like, ew, but no, thank you. Right. Like, let's let's not invoke the Nazis yeah. just to get your point across that they're bad guys. But like, they're we also- know that they're bad guys. Yeah. But we're aware. Literally vampires. We're aware. Yeah. It's it's OK. Anyways. So Blade's idea is to go for the weakest link, the familiars, because now he has a vendetta against familiars. He's like real pissy about it. Like, they they got him arrested. Yeah. Uh, he wants to bleed the wannabes, so yeah, that was pretty funny. Yeah, <laughs> so they take we, we get um, uh, a cutscene of them like just beating up a bunch of you know familiars, killing a bunch of a lot a bunch of them, like dangling one off like a, a parking structure, and like uh, does eventually just drop him on his head, which was kind of fucked up, but mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it one of them called Doctor Van or Page Doctor Vance, and he called him back, and so they find out that Doctor Vance is one of the the vampire you know, familiar slash part of them. They should have known that from before. Yeah, Blader yeah. knew that. Yeah. Why? Okay. Why yeah. didn't they just go directly t- there? But sure. Don't know. Don't sure. know. Okay. But they go to Vance's office to interrogate them. Uh, as they round the desk, they see Vance's body on the ground, and they realize that Vance is not alive. And we find out that Dracula, also known as Drake, can uh, transform. Yeah. Uh, like... I, I, I like I knew he, he had shapeshift. we knew he had monster form and then we knew we had uh uh human form but we didn't realize that he could go to other human form mm. which then also whenever you have that where you can shapeshift to be whatever you want I always question like how'd you choose this one like, mm-hmm. like what were the characteristics you were looking for to choose this body shape like no idea if you can be anybody okay anyways <laughs> it's fine um so. uh, okay so in like v- vampire lore quote unquote or in bram stoker's dracula i should say uh dracula can change 
into other animals and beasts and he can control beasts. So I think they're just taking it another step far further. Like he can transform into whatever he wants because he's the perfect boy. Sure. If that that's what you're going with, that's great. Would have been nice to know that. Yeah. Yeah. Be told that. Yeah. It, it happens one other time in the movie, too. Sure. Which ends up not really mattering. I mean, it kind of did. It absolutely did not. <laughs> it did not matter at all. Okay. Um, so uh, Drake is able to grab King and stab him immediately with, like, a, a stake or whatever. We do get King, like, freaking the fuck out. He's like, did you see that guy? We don't stand a chance. We have no chance against this guy. Do you see how fast he was? He got he got me. He got me. <laughs> We're dead. We're dead. It, it reminds me of the uh, meme from, um, oh, was that? The Incredibles? No, no, no. It, it's been going around on TikTok. Like, he's like, I almost died. Like, oh, my like, God. That's scream. hilarious. I love that meme. <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah that that's the vibes i get but we get a chase uh chase scene between blade and drake running through like a bunch of buildings doing a bunch of jumps um it's super very unrealistic the way they're jumping around like they just like float through the air like he flies almost at one point so that's cool mm-hmm. uh, and he he do grab a baby uh, a child <laughs> did you laugh at this because i did <laughs> i kind of did i was just like you picking up a snack while you're going like what are you gonna do with this mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. but uh drake's like oh we are both men of honor we both live and die by the blade blah 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 blah. you are the only true <laughs> thing like they were looking for the perfect vampire but they already had a new one blah 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 like i was just like so funny Phew. all right um so eventually Drake does just eat that baby and Blade Blade do grab the baby and go coochie coochie coo like <laughs> he I thought that was funny but I was also like why why are we doing this right, right? movie like why are you taking us here I also don't know the scenario in which Blade is able to just like return that I guess the mom would be super thrilled to get that baby back but like I don't For know sure. I don't know. The whole the whole scenario seems like, I don't know, Blade, I don't know what you do here. <laughs> no, nah, I, I think you can give the baby back. If you were to tell me when I watched Blade 1 that eventually Blade is going to say those words, coochie, coochie, coo, like to a baby, I'm gonna, I would have told you like, no, you're lying. Get out of here. He does not say that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why? This is, scam. <laughs> this is not real. <laughs> so while Abby stops the hemorrhaging and bleed uh, in King's wounds with an elastic protein, which was... That was something. Oh my god! Uh, this is a thing they have that's never explained again. She put she put foam in him. Yeah, <laughs> like, fo- like shaving gel. Yeah, like or like in the uh, the inflatable insulation, like the spray <gasps> insulation yes. she just put it into his chest cavity. Like, yeah, wild. Uh, yeah, it's fine. Uh, but Summerfield reveals that she has located the vampire's laboratory at the biomedical enterprises. Um, she has also downloaded a copy of their recent purchases like uh, polymerase, bone marrow growth supplement, and genetic sequencing enzymes. Um, so polymerase, a uh, little biology lesson here for anyone that doesn't know, is just made for replicating DNA. Um, I guess I don't like I don't know what they're using it for. Like what the point of it is. Like I don't know why they would need polymerase. Uh, they gotta uh, replicate the blood. I. No, oh, that's okay. not really how that works, <laughs> but I don't know. Anyway, that's all I got. But yeah, and then genetic sequencing. Now, so I guess they're doing something genetic there. I don't. 
synthesizing Dracula's blood into become the perfect vampire again? Oh, yeah. Again? No, because they made that Pomeranian a, a Yeah, they're a like doing weird genetic stuff, but like... Yeah. I, I, once again, this is another... another Essentially the exact same plan every other person had was to make the perfect vampire. Like, literally every movie. Like, we have La Magra, and then we have the new, like, scary vampires, and this is... Uh, make the best vampires with Dracula's blood, but like never applies it to anything other than dogs. So <laughs> I don't, it's fine. It's okay. So Blade and uh, Abby decide to go snooping. Uh, while l- lurking outside, they see the chief Verde drive up. The He's the police chief. Uh, a vampire comes out to meet him. Blade and Abby pounce on the scenario. After s- destroying the vampire, they first force um, the police chief to run or uh, take them inside, which was very funny. It was probably my favorite line that Blade had said, because the chief is like, no, I can't show you. They would kill me. And he was like, what the fuck? I'm going to kill you. I'll just enjoy it more. <laughs> like, whoa, that's great. Yeah, I love he, that. He really doesn't like familiars at this point. Like, he's real salty about familiars. But, <laughs> yeah. So the the chief, you know, takes them inside, showing them around. Um, and they, the first thing they see after turning on the lights in this huge warehouse, it's filled with like humans that have been saran wrapped. Um, <laughs> like, they've been, they've been like shrink or, uh, freeze dried. Oh, and, sure. Freeze dried, uh, laminated. Yeah. That was one that came to mind. <laughs> yeah. Um, but they, they do be milking them. Um, cause apparently they can give like 20 to 50 liters of blood or something like that. If you keep them alive for a little while, it's like, yeah. Uh-huh. No one no one thought of this before. Right? Like, like keep the humans alive like cattle? Like no one thought about this? Okay. Like literally nobody. Okay, great. Yeah. Great. So essentially they've been just taking unhomed people off the streets and then hooking them up into the 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 freeze dry um lamination and, you know, milking them. So that's fun. Mhm. So yeah, uh apparently this is the vampire's final solution. Which I was like, all right. I... It's a fish farm. Yeah, it's the a fish final farm. The solution is a fish farm. <laughs> like, okay, so, guys. Sure, I guess. I mean, I feel like this would have been, this this idea would have come by like a lot sooner. This this isn't like end game. This is like beginning. Mm-hmm. This this is step one of sustainable like society. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyways. Sustainable so, vampire farming. Yeah. So... Uh, Blade does tell the police chief to run and he'll give him to the count of four and then police chief runs and he just says four and shoots him in the back. Um, <laughs> Again, I laughed. Yeah, I did. I did laugh at that. Um, and then Blade forces the computer technician to shut down the facility. Well, it was funny because he asked, like, do you know the, the password? She's like, yeah, it's this. And he's like, all right, use it. Like, <laughs> put it in. I was like, I, I suppose. Okay. So back that was funny. Back at the Honeycomb Hideout, Dex and Hedges are playing basketball. Uh, Summerfield is reading a bedtime story to Zoe, and King is napping in the infirmary, re- recovering from his wounds. Uh, suddenly, Whistler appears um, and kills people. Um, <laughs> yeah. King does say, "Dude, you're dead," uh, uh, but it's not Whistler; it's Drake. Um, and when like he kills everyone except for the little girl and then captures the little girl. Uh, well, he doesn't kill King leaves King alive for some reason. Did King just get away or no, he captured him, right? Yeah. He does capture him. Yeah. Yeah, He he keeps King alive because he's probably the biggest name person in this movie. I guess. He's also very weak from his chest wound. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, 
I, I think he knew Danica wanted to fuck him again. Yeah. Well, that's the thing is there, there's a, like, there's, yeah, there's a lot of stuff in here about um, uh, Danica uh, wanting to like sit back on Ryan Reynolds face, which fair enough. We do get like a couple of shots of pubes in this movie, like, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is kind of, cause it's like tattooed is like right, right on his dick abs. Like yeah. <laughs> that was a choice. So. That was a choice. It was. It, yeah. it was a choice. Like Bold. at one point, they literally like we're gonna chain Ryan Reynolds up without a shirt on. <laughs> like, Dang! Wow, guys. We we want to see all those rippling abs. <laughs> so oh boy, it yeah. was it was a lot. It was a lot. Um. So Blade and Abby return. They find Hedges and Dex and Summerfield dead. Um. Uh. King and Zoe are missing. Okay. One thing when Abby finds Summerfield like hanging up like dead mm-hmm. question mark very sad the f- blade standing behind like use it use it use it like just saying that over and over again i was like what what is she supposed to do? i was like is he telling her to like use the new weapon to kill summerfield because she's gonna change or something i was like use the anger like, yeah, yeah yeah use the anger was for sure how which, i read which, that which is what it was but so, like, I took it as, like, use the anger, like, because Blade is also angry, and that's what he uses, I guess. But in my brain, I'm like, she's not an inefficient fighter. She doesn't need to add this anger layer of emotion on top of it. You're just trying to throw fuel on this fire blade, and it's coming across really manipulative. I don't care for it. I don't like it. You should maybe, I don't know, be a little bit more comforting, because her friend just died, <laughs> which is weird, because she showed more emotion that her friend died than her dad blowing yep. up in the in the thing. It didn't even, like, shed it. Whenever he was talking about, like, oh, Whistler's, all of his family died, and she's like, oh, he had me out of wedlock. I was like, you're not gonna choke up talking about your dad? You're not gonna choke up that he's gone anymore? No? Okay. Okay. It's fine. Guess not. I guess yeah. not. <laughs> Um, it was also kind of funny to me. Like you, you bring up a very valid point. I didn't think about with they were this. Estranged. <laughs> no, no, no. Bring up a valid point. She is probably like the most efficient killer that they have at this moment. Like she's yep. the most efficient fighter. She doesn't hesitate. Like she always comes up with ideas. She's very cool under pressure. Mm-hmm. All this other stuff. Like if we had shown her, like, oh, she's hesitating on her missions and she's having a hard time killing people or something like that. Like this scene would make more sense. Like Blade use, like Blade saying, use that like anger to like mm-hmm. complete your task. It's like no, this is she's just gonna. Make make a slightly more angry playlist this time like yeah. <laughs> well and she started shooting her bow like really really that's fast that's true she does start shooting her bow real fast that is why doesn't she have a compound bow i mean she does okay but don't they have better ones they do anyway that's the thing anyway. you do like you do okay, sp- specifically with compound bows like just pulling it harder like there's a limit you can't it does. That's not how it works. Like, mm. okay. Anyways, go ahead, Alicia. Sorry. So apparently, this is like an Easter egg that I found through researching. Apparently, the actress actually shot a camera with one of her arrows, and it costed like three hundred thousand dollars. And it was like a one in a million shot. The like camera was like really close up to this like slit. And she was supposed to shoot it close to the cameras to get a good shot, but not actually at it. It went through the actual camera lens there was glass and everything and i was like wow you didn't get fired that's so great wow Cass hell yeah go off over go, here. go off queen <laughs> <Right>. seriously <laughs> oh my god i think that's hilarious so they they find out that king and zoe are missing uh drake has taken them back to the vampire's lair where king is now chained to the floor he re- regains consciousness to stare eye to eye with a Pomeranian. Mm. Suddenly, the lo- dog's lower jaw opens up Reaper style um, and sticks out his little tongue like la 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 la. Mm-hmm. 
Um, King manages to roll away just in time. Danica, uh, Jericho, and Asher enter and take a few uh, swipes at King. They beat him up a little bit. Uh, Danica asks King about the weapon that Blade is planning, but King refuses to talk to Danica and threatens to turn him into a vampire again and wait until the thirst builds. Then the door opens and Zoe's let in, and I'm bringing a little girl in here for you to feed on, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. So She's such a bitch. <laughs> you, you love it. You love it. She's doing great. <laughs> you know, it was funny because I remembered everything in the movie up to this point, but I had forgotten the fact that they were trying to make a biological, like, agent to kill all the vampires, because, like, they're like, what's Blade's super weapon? I was like, Blade's making a super weapon? <laughs> like, did did they have, like, a weird, like, PR campaign to trick the vampires back? Like, oh, we're making, like, this mega weapon, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, did I miss the subplot for this? And no, it was, like, the one thing Summerfield had said when they first started talking to Blade, why the, like, the Night Stalkers, I was like, mm-hmm. I miss this. Yep. I, what? And then... <laughs> And then, like, they use it at the end. I was like, oh, yeah, that's what the super weapon was. I was like, this was not consequential to most of this movie. Nope, like, it sure is not. First time watching it, you are not alone, Mike. I thought the exact same thing when they were like, what's his secret weapon? I was like, his sword? Are they talking about his sword? <laughs> I could not sword remember. Question mark. I could not remember for the life of me. And then in the next scene, uh, the doctor left behind a video and she says the name of it again. And I was like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Totally forgot about right, that. Right. Yep. Yeah. Daystar. Yeah, Daystar. And then I bla- then I blacked it out again until literally the last scene of the movie. <laughs> so so I was like, okay, sure. Like, I don't know. It's it's fine, I guess. Well, which was funny because they also didn't need Dracula's blood to perfect it? Question mark. I don't think they did. Which was the whole point was, why they wanted right? to get to Dracula yeah. was to get his perfect DNA. No, so I guess the doctor got the the thing to be as lethal as possible, but it still needed to, I guess, bond with Dracula's blood in order for it to, like, I guess, go airborne or to, like, oh, like that's to finish the final, like, completion. Sense. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah, so sure, sure. still needed. Who was that? Still got to do it. Who was, yeah, who was the Swedish guy that brought in the serum later? Is that guy Swedish? Yeah. <laughs> so, oh, that's another thing that uh, annoyed the crap out of me because Blade at the very beginning was like, "Where are you all coming from?" And he's like, "We're all sleeper cells. We just all of a sudden, if one of us dies, another one comes in to fill in our shoes." And that's exactly what happens. And the Swedish guy comes in. He's like, "I know everything. I am completely informed. I've made a weapon for you guys. Here you go." And I was like, "That is so ex machina, hand wavy of this entire thing." It just infuriated me. I love yeah. that he was like, "Yeah, this will work with that weapon that you already use." And I was like. Yeah, you okay? Sure, okay. Sure. Why couldn't you make more of the other weapon? That's a lightsaber, anyway. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> I also like that she uses a bow and arrow, which in the time of like magic bullets and stuff like that, they got going on here, least effective thing. Whoa, wait, there was a point earlier in the movie where Ryan Reynolds says, "I can't shoot around corners," <laughs> and she says, "I can," and I'm like, "What? <laughs> you can?" She yeah she like bounces an arrow around a corner which is not how that works <laughs> like yeah uh, also one thing that we didn't talk about at the time when they were escaping the police station Triple H does chase after them and it looks real goofy and she does shoot him 
directly in the eye Mm -hmm. with Mm -hmm. a regular ass arrow for some reason Mm -hmm. why do we even have regular arrows why even carry them michael said for what reason why would we ever need regular arrows in this scenario like if the arrow would kill a vampire i'm assuming it would probably kill a human too like unless it's just the light arrow that just kind of like a flashbang but like why would you ever need just a normal ass arrow so like if you don't want to like spend the money to like make fancy arrows like you're not hawkeye i get it like you need some regular arrows i get it but then at least make the tip of it like made out of wood or something so it's like a state so that something. way it's, it's still effective yeah here's the thing yeah one, one th- well one thing that they're not taking into account here is the entire thing doesn't need to be silver yeah it no. just has to have silver plating on it Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. you grab grab a palette, shave some of those bitches down, throw a little, dip in a little bit of silver. You're done. You got infinite silver stakes. Mm-hmm, <laughs> like, mm-hmm, oh mm-hmm. my god. Okay. Whew, whew, Getting heated. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You enjoyed this movie, right? <laughs> <laughs> so we 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 kind of like ran by it here, but so Summerfield managed to get a message to another Night Stalker named Calder, played by Christopher Heyerdahl, sure. uh, just before she was killed. Uh, Calder tells them uh, Summerfield developed a workable strain of the Daystar virus, and she transmitted the genetic sequence to him. It will need to be injected into Drake, as if as it. If it is, it will mix with his blood, and they could uh, kill every vampire in the area. However, Calder adds, Summerfield does not know whether it will kill Blader too uh, or not. We're not really sure. Calder has also fashioned a projectile containing the Daystar virus, um, and Abby loads it onto one of her arrows uh, for her compound bow. Um, so, yeah, he he makes an arrowhead. He he knows that she used arrow, so mm-hmm. he make arrowhead. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, um, I do like the IMDb thing here. Now it says it, now it's night stalking time. <laughs> so <laughs> somebody was having fun. That yeah. arrow was so uh, huge. My brain was like, you could probably have made like three bullets with right? that, in, in like in like little capsules and given it to Blade. He's a pretty good shot. Just saying, but no, yeah. sure, arrow, one arrow. One single arrow. She has one shot. That's mm-hmm. all you get. Mm-hmm. And it has to be able to be broken open, so it has to be fragile. Hmm. Anyways. Hmm. Th- th- they've uh, they've traced King's whereabouts to uh, by a, a tracking note implanted in his body, which, sure. I guess. That's not crazy at this point. Yeah. It's, like, stupid, but it's not crazy. Yeah. So, first they pump atomized colloidal silver into the vampire's air conditioning system, which doesn't immediately kill everybody, Hmm. um, which makes it difficult for the vampires to breathe, because they need to breathe, question mark? Um, Yeah. Anyways, uh, (laughs) that that begs the question, can you just suffocate a vampire to death? I... With this pussy. Um, uh, t- <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, truly, no clue. No idea. Uh, why do they need to breathe? I thought they were undead. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, I saw it and I was like, this through is... the skylight. Sorry. No, go ahead. Sorry. I was going to say, I saw it and I was like, oh, this is actually kind of brilliant. Why aren't you doing this to like every single hideout? Just putting silver into the particles into the air. Garlic particles into the air. Why are we being dumb? Yeah. You know yep. what? You brought this up in the first movie, too, when they do the blood sprinkler instead of, like, just injecting some garlic or some silver into that bad boy. And just yep. like, oh, that's they finally do the thing that they should have done in the first movie. Yep. Um, but it's ineffective. Mm-hmm. It just kind of buys them a little bit of time. So I guess. Yeah. I guess. For me, I was like, 
wouldn't colloidal silver in the air be also bad for humans? Yeah, no, it's not good. Okay, great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you don't. There, there's a lot of chemicals you don't want to inhale that yeah. are generally yeah. bad for your your body. Uh, silver doesn't break down well in your blood. No, uh, you turn blue. Yeah, yeah, you do, you, yeah. Colloidal silver will make you turn blue eventually. You get like a really fun skin tone. Mm-hmm. Um, if you ever uh, just Google like colloidal silver skin, and it it, it gets real funky, real mm-hmm. weird. Oh boy. Um, anyways. So Blade drops down through the skylight. While Blade takes on the vampire, Abby drops down and releases King. Uh, then Abby pops her in her MP3 he- earphones, and then we're off to the races. That's how you know. Yeah. She and Blade take out a, a few dozen more vampires. King is chased by some va- by some vampire dogs, because they immediately all split up, which mm-hmm. I was like, why, why are we splitting up in this scenario? I don't- because... Blade kept leaving the shoot. They can't fight together because yeah, he kept leaving the shoot. <laughs> the, the, yeah, they, they they did the shots where they had to have the fewest number of actors on set at the same time. It's like, all right, Blade's here. We're cut. We're apparently going to do the scene. Get 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 Dracula here now. Like, mm-hmm. so anyways, um, so there, there's it's a fight scene. We got another decent fight scene. Um. Mm-hmm. King uh, does get his clothes and stuff like that. He puts a shirt on and he rounds the corner and there's a Pomeranian and two uh, vampire Rottweilers. Loved it. Uh, they chase him around for a while and he does do a little whoopsie whoopsie where he grabs onto the thing and spins around and the, the dogs do fall off the building. <laughs> and we do hear a woman scream down below, <laughs> which I thought was like, yeah, I mean, if that's fair, if you saw three dogs just like fall from the sky and land on the ground next to you, like. Well, they're vampiric dogs now. I don't think bludgeoning damage or fall damage is going to kill them. You know what's going to kill them? Garlic or silver or daylight. So, yes, you just yep. let these dogs just rampage out in the city. Good job, King. Yep. Whatever. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Also, I loved that the movie still punished him for being the enemy of dogs. <laughs> yeah, he does immediately get, uh, he does fall into a hole and clonk himself in the head. Yeah, <laughs> it looks so painful. It did look really painful. Uh, and Abby is able to uh, rescue Zoe. While King and Jericho go at each other with literally just like an MMA slash WWE fight. Like, that's literally what this is. Is They're like, all right, we got Triple H. Let's make this look Triple H as hell. Uh, <laughs> it was fun. Yeah, it was fine. It was yeah. good. That, uh, it's how I knew he was a wrestler. <laughs> yeah. At this point. Abby takes out a bunch more vampires with her bow. King uh, does get, like, one of the sunlight bullets and puts it into uh, Jericho or Jenko's, Jericho's mouth right as he's about to bite down. And then he punches him in the face a couple of times to make it explode and do- does kill him. And he does fall backwards through the little grates and his ashy body splits up. It's kind of fun. It's pretty fun. I liked yeah. it. It was a, it was a decent, uh, decent little CGI thing. Mm-hmm. Drake has had uh, about enough of blade uh because they've had they've been having a sword fight for a while like like a really long time it's a really long sword fight mm-hmm. why does like, he have armor on his one arm what like it's so clanky and you don't need the protection you're a vampire you're gonna heal from <laughs> any cut anyways like it's fine it's anime as hell though. it is anime as hell <laughs> But uh, they go at it for a while, and uh, he he does get upset, and he he do transform into the monster version of Dracula, so his oh, true no. self. Um, and he does have this is not like this says the Reaper Maw, but it, this is more like the predator. Yeah, more like the predator. This is more predator like than the Reaper. It's kind of like a mix between the two. Yeah, two. he's he's got a four talon expandy mouth. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, he got way sexier. Yeah, so th- they fight for a while. Like, Drake does, like, body slam Blade at one point, and we get, like, the ripple effect that we get in The Matrix. Mm. Um, like, they were going for, like, that exact same, like, visual and stuff. Blade gets his shit rocked for a while after he transformed. Um, and uh, Drake is just about to uh, uh, kill kill Blade, and then Abby shows up, uh, loads the Daystar serum into her bow, and shoots it into the back of Drake's head because wow. it also perfectly lines up where it has the V-shaped like speedometer things for her arrow, so she can shoot through the exact same thing she was shooting through in her like amp up scene. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. sure, which I was like, is this supposed to be like symbolic of something? I don't know. Is it Yannick imagery? Yeah, it might be Yannick industry. Industri- Yannick Industries. <laughs> <laughs> um. Pussy so factory. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, Drake pulls it, like, it hits him in the head. It doesn't break. Drake pulls it out and tosses it to the floor, but Blade grabs it and shoves the needle into Drake's chest. What you got? That's not what happened in my version of the movie. He turns around and catches it and then tosses oh, it yeah, to the ground. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Oh, okay. She, she shoots it at the back of his head. Okay, he, sorry. Yes, you're correct. Yeah, you are correct. You are correct. Sorry. Um, you are a thousand percent correct. I, I, I was tracking. Yeah, you, you will write. You super write. But Blade does, uh, uh, push, push it into, push it into chest. Mm-hmm. Um, the Daystar is released, dispersing the virus into the air? Question mark. It disintegrates his body into tiny little particles, infecting no, them like, each individual piece see, he doesn't with the virus. He like yells. And yeah. it like shoots out of his mouth and he shoots blood out into the sky. And then <laughs> the virus also shoots out into uh-huh, the sky uh-huh. and combines with the blood yeah. and then turns the blood into uh, ever expanding mist of death. I guess. Um, which. Vampire death. <laughs> sure. This is how pathogens work. <laughs> as, as people that have all gone through airborne pathogen pandemic in recent years, that's not how this works. That's not how any uh, of this works. No. <laughs> I loved the image of it, like, contaminating all the little blood cells and then the little blood cells, like, ex- like <laughs> becoming a mist that washes over the other vampires and then they become their own little fountains of plague. I don't know why it kind of reminds me of like in the movies where you get like a swarm of something in the sky and yes. it's like seeking people out. <laughs> like mm-hmm. that's yes. essentially what it felt like in here. Um, but we see uh, there's a bunch of vampires still alive in the compound for some reason. Like, I don't know why there's anyone still alive, but we see all of them dying of this virus as it like turns their like veins black and stuff, which is fun. It's apparently a very fast acting thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it kills the rest of the vampires in the air. Uh, when it's all over, Drake has become human again, question mark, or is at least in his human form? Uh, he's like a dead guy, kind of. Yeah. I don't know. What did you think? I was confused by this. I was like, is this like uh, like Dr. Karen's super serum where it like takes away the vampire part of you? Like, are you, I don't know. I At first I thought like, oh, he's just weakened by the virus that he couldn't keep his monster state. He had to come back down into his human state and then eventually did pass afterwards. But it was just, yeah. it was just a confusing scene. Not going to lie. Yeah. Um, and just before he dies, he compliments Blade on beginning a new race of vampires and reminds him that the thirst always wins. Yeah, Dracula's like, you. here's the torch, I guess. Yeah, You're pa- the coolest pa- vampire now. 
it's just it's, yeah. just, it's just so infuriating. I'm sorry. Like he he fights him, and then he's like, "I respect you," and I was like, "Why? Why? You know nothing about this guy except for this one fight that you had." Well, you, you say, or they say that uh, dueling is like having a conversation with swords. So they were talking the whole time. Yeah, oh, yeah. I've For, never like, heard of that. way too long. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's supposed to be a thing. Like if you're, da- like, it's like a dance. It's oh. really fucking nerdy. Yeah, like you get to know your opponent better than like they know themselves while also, you fight or something. super gay. Yeah, it's so gay. Uh, <laughs> like in a good way, but also... Yeah. So suddenly, dozens and dozens of FBI agents swarm into the building for reasons. We don't know why they're there. We don't know why they know that anyone's here. They don't know why anything. I I mean, I guess the dogs might be a tip off. But (gasps) the dogs—they were trained to bring the cops. (laughs) Dogs are fucking snitches. No. Uh, (laughs) But uh, yeah, so FBI agents swarm into the building, um, and they find everything like smashed up. And there's no other bodies other than blades. I thought. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're right. So, uh, and they, they, like, they clear this entire giant building pretty quickly. Like, it's a big-ass building. So, I was like, I don't know how that happened, but sure. Um, And somehow our heroes got away. Um, Still not entirely sure how that happened, but sure. Happy for him. Yeah. I guess. It's cool. Um, So, they transport Blade's body to the hospital to prepare it for an autopsy. Just as they're about to make the first cut, Blade's body transforms back into Drake's. Um, It was Drake's last gift to Blade, knowing that Blade was the best hope for the vampire race's future, I guess. (laughs) The guy who's trying to murder us, let's let's give him, let's interest him with the future of this species, I guess. Yeah. (sighs) Out of all the villains, Dracula was the one that infuriated me the most. And I'll talk about it more at the end, but oh, my God, just, oh. Anyways, continue. Mm -hmm. Uh, Apparently, in the unrated cut, uh, there is a variation in the scene. Uh, As the FBI people try to do the autopsy on Blade, uh, Drake springs back to life, killing several of the autopsy members before ominously looming over one of the orderlies. See, I was waiting for that when they did when they did that. So I'm glad that they actually shot the which, version. Which which would make this scene make more sense because it's like, how is he maintaining the blade form until like that moment to train Black into Drake? It's like, if he's still alive, at least that makes sense, question mark, why mm-hmm. he's like able to be blade for a while. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so we did open the movie with Hannibal's voiceover, Ryan Reynolds' voiceover. So we end the film with Ryan Reynolds' voiceover. Um, uh, we get... Uh, a narration that the the virus did not kill Blade, uh, as a human half of his heart did not stop beating. It only slowed down, causing him to enter into a comatose state until his body was ready to fight again. That's not how um, uh, half of your heart works. Nope. So, anyway. <laughs> Maybe it's how half of his heart works. Yeah. Blade awakens several months later, ready to continue his war on vampire kind. And that's where we get the movie. And then we also, there is a post credit scene on this one. Mm. Like, post-post credits, like, all the way at the end. And it's, it's literally just Blade driving down the road. That's It was the whole thing. That was it. Yeah. I heard there was just a... just in a car. I heard there was another alternate uh, alternate ending where the Night Stalkers find, like, a werewolf in a casino or something like that. <gasps> oh. But I nice. did not see that. I cannot confirm. That was in an article that I read, so if you saw that, I mean, that would cool. At least- 
that would at least be a, been a way to like expand out the Blade franchise into like other things. Mm-hmm. Like, because vamp, they, they've done th- vampire movies three times, and the plot was essentially the same in all three of them. It's like, it bring back insane. God, genetically modify, bring back genetically modified God. Like, the <laughs> get a new thing. Yeah, get a new thing. Vampire or werewolf? Sure, why not? <sighs> So, because we never got Morbius in any of these, which was sad. Ugh. And we we never got, like, you know... Devastating. Moon, Moon Knight or uh, Ebony Blade or uh, Ghost Rider or any of the other people that are part of, like, the, the Midnight Suns, so... We need to talk about the impact of Dr. Karen because... Yes. Um, she, <laughs> she's never shown and or mentioned ever again but they keep talking about her serum and they keep talking about the cure and I'm like well this is obviously dr karen right okay sorry i didn't want to interrupt you i was just super excited so i actually found an article that stated why the actress did not come back she was supposed to she was supposed to come back but okay. um her mom had passed away and so she took oh. a hiatus and then her dad died tragically and when i say <gasps> tragically i mean they found his body in a trunk in a basement Oh, no. And so she was like, I don't want to be in the spotlight anymore and did not act in. She's acted in like one or two smaller projects since then. But that's why she she stopped. And I'm like, wow, that's really bad. So sad. That's a legitimate reason to not act. I totally get it. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Shout outs to Dr. Karen. I'm so sorry. mm -hmm. Oh, my God. I thought they were just being assholes to her character. (laughs) And we're like, yeah, we're never going to talk about that again. We're just going to cut the black woman out of the franchise. Right. (laughs) That's what I thought. And I was I was pissed about it. But yeah. Okay. that that at least makes more sense and makes me feel less bad about her them ne- well they could have at least mentioned her yeah just like oh like her. oh like her sacrifice didn't go unnoticed like she's been able to transform vampires back and she's keep them played alive yeah. like working yeah. behind the scenes for yeah. so long or it's just something like a single line to acknowledge her massive scientific breakthroughs that she, she did yeah her serum Cured Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. He was a vampire. Her serum is the whole He's reason not anymore. Whistler was able to come back in the second movie. Yeah. 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 She we have multiple like main characters in these movies that are directly attributed to Karen's scientific breakthroughs. So fucked up. Yeah, it's fucked up. Mm-hmm. All right. Just and, like NASA. They erased all the women's That's true. Um, Na- NASA um, would be fucked up like that. Accomplishments. Uh, other things we want to talk about. Anything else we wanted to bring out? Uh, oh, else we want to bring up? Um, yeah, go for it. Can we talk about how confusing Dracula was? Because I could not, for the life of me, understand. First off, they went to the tomb to yep. reawaken him. They did no ceremony. They gave him like no blood or anything. They just happened to be there, and he just popped out of the ground like a daisy and was just like, "I'm yep. back." I'm like, "Okay, so did you actually awaken him, or did you just like go to his house and noticed. he just yeah notice you there?" So that. <laughs> Second of all, I know we didn't talk about it, but there was a scene where uh, they were, I guess, feeding him. And yes. she went into the, uh, like, not cell where they're holding him, but, like, room. And she talks to him and tells him, like, I need you to kill Blade and I want your, you know, blood so that way we can make a, like, a vampire who's better and immune to everything. And he's like, I don't give a crap. He's he told her i don't give a crap about your vampires or your humans or anything and so i'm like okay then what what's your motivation here man like what, what are you yeah. doing all of this for i don't understand any of this and then he reiterates it in the 
entire parkour scene like the yep. monologue where he's having the baby he's like these humans and these vampires they're all insects just roaming around and he's like i'm bigger and better than them and i'm like then what are you doing my man are you trying to like conquer <laughs> the world here or yeah, what like, dude what 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 are you yeah. doing you're just having fun yeah. at this point like what's the idea here and then there's um, a scene where after he captured zoe he's like wouldn't you want to be a child forever and she's like my friends are gonna come and kick your butt which zoe i love you i love yeah. you so much she was great but i was like what why are you offering this to this child like wh- what are you doing why are you trying to be friends with this kid that you just captured that you just killed her mom and she, you're gonna all of a sudden convince her that she wants to be a vampire now i don't understand this scene and why it needs to be in the movie in any way shape or form and then i'm still upset that at the end he mm-hmm. was like i respect you blade let me take your place and turn into you so that way you don't get caught by the fbi people i'm like what why are you helping him so now you just tried to so kill dumb. him I just don't so understand. Dumb. It's the bro code, all right? It's the bro code. <laughs> I'm so confused. Some sword code. I don't know what this Dracula guy wants. No, at no, all. His, not at all. His motivations are non-existent. Yeah, like, yeah. He doesn't want to help the vampires, but then mm-hmm. also does help the vampires, mm-hmm, kind of. Mm-hmm. But, like, also doesn't really care about the vampires, but does fight alongside them. He's, like, they're... So... They're they're like his stepchildren that he's really disappointed in. Yeah, and Blade is like, "Oh, you're my golden child. <laughs> you, you, you're 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 my stepchildren's friend. That's like way more successful yeah, than they are. Way smarter, <laughs> way more successful. Um, the I love that they let uh, Drake talk to Zoe, so she could say that cool line. Uh, I thought that was worth it. Yeah, I was like, does it make sense for Drake? No. Uh, is it fun? Yeah. <laughs> Well, I, I, it's not. Uh, it doesn't hold true a hundred percent of the time in this movie either. But he does primarily feed on women as well. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Um, was which was weird. weird and gave weird vibes that I wasn't down with. Hot ladies. Because like the the first like feed frenzy that he was in was all women. It and- was all <laughs> blonde haired. Uh, white women who looked like they were in college. Yes. <laughs> and they were just stacked in a pile like you went to the grocery store and got a five pack and I've laughed. It was so good. Yeah, you, you got a five pack of Capri Sun and just were cracking those bad boys open. <laughs> <laughs> just like... Which, why would yeah. you need, wouldn't you want to show off your cattle, like, industrial, futuristic, like, look how we're harvesting blood, look at how great we can do this now. You don't have to go and hunt down ladies every single night. Like, yeah, I don't think he's into that. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't think yeah. he would be down for that. I don't think no. he would drink that blood. I, yeah. Because it's tainted blood, too, because they have him, like, in a, a, a like, an induced coma. Oh, yeah. So he's like, oh, no, this is, this is tainted blood. This tastes I need, like chemicals. I need that pure <laughs> human blood. <laughs> Like I need titty blood. Yeah, I need that titty blood. <laughs> um, I did love that um he was running around whatever city there what does it say? They're running around LA, right? I maybe. I don't know. I don't they're, know. They're running around their city and he is in some kind of old timey white peasant shirt. Oh, yeah. And I was like, who went to Urban Outfitters <gasps> oh. for this man? <laughs> He does also go to the vampire shop. That. He does go to the vampire shop and then just like annihilates both of them for, I guess, merchandising him? I guess. like <laughs> He's like, I'm not seeing any of this money. <laughs> yeah, he, he's upset because they've been using his image without his consent or something. So also, one thing I pointed out while Audrey and I were watching the movie too, when he goes into that, that store... 
the lady's first thing that like he's he's like you got vampire stuff and they're like you know deck to the nines with all whatever mm-hmm. and then she's like do you want like a count Dracula like lunchbox like <laughs> so, like the thing she starts pointing out I was like the most mundane like run of the mill Dracula shit and I was like why would you even have that in this store like what is going on mm-hmm. like and then. The, <laughs> He's like browsing, and she's like, "Oh, we got this, we got that, we got this." And then, like the guy behind the counter's like, "Like, bro, she's talking to you." Like, I was like, "I don't know." Like, if if a salesperson's like, "Oh, hey, like you know, let me know if you want anything." Like, I'm not gonna immediately be like, "Yeah, show me everything you got." Like, <laughs> I don't know. It was dumb. It was dumb. And it yeah. was bad. He throws a dude through the window, and then like overly sexually like pins her to the chair yeah. and like, like rips off her neck thing and it was a little hot though i mean like a, a, like a hair <laughs> but like if it was consent like <laughs> like yeah absolutely consent 100 percent. but also it was a little hot <laughs> <laughs> so yeah that was a a thing that happened i i yeah yeah the vibes in this movie are rank <laughs> despicable vibes yeah. so bad you. Yeah, no good. No good at all. Any uh, any other scenes? Um, Jessica Biel looked like Black Widow the whole time. That's true. They did give very like if you like if Black Widow and Hawkeye had a baby. Yeah. That's what you got here. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I completely agree. Yeah. Or I guess it could have been just like Kate Bishop. Sure. Just like female Hawkeye. I guess like I guess that's probably a better But she was like wearing red and her hair was like in that uh, Black Widow curl. We could, <laughs> you know, you did bring that up during the movie, and we could not remember Scarlett Johansson's no. name for the longest uh, <laughs> time. <laughs> it was so funny. I was like, "Oh wow, she's like I. I think she's what they base Black Widow's design off of for uh, Black Widow. Uh, Samantha. <laughs> I couldn't remember her name. <laughs> I'd like Google. I was like, "Yeah, what the hell is? Her oh name? no, I said Sarah Jessica Parker <laughs> at first, and I was like, "That's not it at <laughs> all. Not it even a little bit. <sighs> yeah." Anyway. Uh, so yeah, anyways. any other any other thoughts? No? Okay. I ending was bad too. Yeah. Yeah, ending was bad. I also didn't like the way that they brought in the Night Stalkers so suddenly no. and out of yeah. nowhere. Like, yeah. there's literally a part where Whistler tells him, like, I see you with no friends surrounded by enemies. And I'm like, perfect. Bring that up then. That like, hey, yeah. I have been training a group of people that are Take them under your wing or something. Say something about them because like, them just breaking yeah. through a window to save him. I was like, like here, here's their phone number or something. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then he can like throw it away and be like, I'm not interested in a team. And then they save his ass. Yeah. It was sort of like, hey, remember in the last movie where you were leading a team? Like, it, it, you didn't do a good job, but you know, we could try I thought, again. <laughs> I thought like an elite team might be a good idea. So. I, I started putting them together. Oh, yeah, I got a daughter. Don't worry about that. But it's fine. Mm-hmm. I've been training her. And then a bunch of other people, like, while you're in Moscow, I decided to just put together, like, a half dozen people that knew about vampires that mm-hmm. I just happened to know about. So Dumb. Also, it like... gave me very heavy uh, supernatural, like, <gasps> dad. Yes. Supernatural, like, rewriting the yeah. narrative constantly. Yeah. Like, John Winchester, like, having, a, a ba- like, a child... Oh that, my like, god. Yeah. Yeah. Even when he gives brother. him the like enhanced inhaler and he's like, Oh, who made this? And he's like, My friend, do you remember what those are? I was like, just say who just say it. Say who the friend is. Be like, oh yeah. 
These people, called the Night Stalkers, made this inhaler for you. They're actually good at their job. They could help us. Maybe we should yeah, team they, up they with them. Good, they got some good tech going. I, I've been in contact with them. They seem good. Even It, it might be a thing. I feel like even mm-hmm. if Blade at first was like, no, I work alone, or like, you know, was the tough guy in that response, that would have been fine. Because then when the Night Stalkers came in later, I would have been like, I know who these guys are. They've been mentioned before. Yeah. This is a planned thing. This isn't like a hand-wavy ex machina thing that the producers mm-hmm. just put in to add drama. So I'm just, mm-hmm. sorry. Thank you for letting me talk yep. about that. Well, no, they, they even had a flashback. Yeah, they even had a flashback with Whistler. Uh-huh. No mention of his daughter. <laughs> oh my god, that part infuriated me too because it's literally scene for scene, word for word, what he was telling Karen in the first movie of like, oh, I had a family once, and this drifter vampire came in. He made me pick which one was going to die first, and then at the very end, it's just like, I don't want that life for you. Like, just added that in, like, as if he was talking to his daughter. And I was like, yes. no, 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 no. You're taking two different scenes. You gotta, you gotta reshoot that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> reshoot mm-hmm. it. We still have the actor. He's still here. <laughs> yeah, he's still here. He's like, not refusing on. to be in the movie like some people. You know people. what? Maybe Jessica Biel wasn't available <laughs> for that reshoot. <laughs> uh, she didn't even have to Yikes. be. Get a little baby kid to play her younger self when Whistler talks to her about it there you go there well you go. she was supposed to go f- search him down as an adult because she said like she hunted down her father yeah oh. so i was like oh maybe she wasn't raised with him no she yeah it, it yeah. was it was definitely implied that whistler didn't come into her life until she was older yeah mm-hmm. but then i was like why would he even tell her about vampires right, right. like if, if she was out of wedlock then why would she even know about vampires? Unless, like, her mom... Also died. Or, or, or like, her, her say, her, you know, her mother's father, or her mother's, like, husband died, and Whistler, sure. like, like you know, banged one out while on mission or something. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, boy. Oh, uh, the shower scene with Jessica Biel, it wasn't that bad it, it was less egregious than i thought it was gonna be yeah the vibes were still bad like but, but it was more it, tastefully it done yeah it wasn't the worst I, I was like reluctantly like all right sure i felt like we lingered on it for like five to ten too seconds long. too long that i was like all right let's wrap this shower up we got we kind of got work to do poor king is yeah. uh being tortured uh-huh. right now can we get all She's with that? just sitting in the shower crying yeah. <laughs> which annoyed me because we literally like there was like a 20 minute conversation about king's past and how he used to be a familiar and how he like you know changed his ways and everything like but we couldn't do more than just like oh he had me out of wedlock for uh abby's backstory that's it that's all we got mm-hmm. well, and also like she seems crazy upset about summerfield and it's like we only saw them interact like once or twice like yep. i had yep I had no indication in this movie that, like, they were Abby and Summerfield were super close or anything like that. Like, it, it wasn't like, oh, she's, you know, she has a daughter here, so but so she's kind of, like, acting like my mother figure or anything like that. Like, there was nothing. And then when she died, she was just devastated about, you know, her dying. And then, like, that was, like, what sparked her, like, little anger breakdown. And mm-hmm. I was like, what is happening? Okay. Anyways, okay. Let's, we, we, we've yelled about this for sorry. an hour and a half now. No, you, <laughs> it's a bad movie. No, it's a bad movie. It, bad movies always lead to more uh, conversation. Audrey, what do you got for a rating on this? It's a two star. Two star? Yeah. It's dumb. It's dumb. <laughs> it was even less enjoyable to watch than the first two. Yeah. 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 Uh, how about you, Annalicia? 
It's a one star, one star for me. I'm sorry. The only Valid. reason it's not a zero star is because some of Ryan Reynolds' one-liners were made me laugh and were kind of funny, and it just mm -hmm. it kept me engaged enough that I kept watching it. But yeah, it's yeah. a one star. Yeah. That's it. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna split the middle here, and I think I'm gonna go one and a half, just because of everything that was behind the scenes on this movie. The fact that it was a movie at all. Like that even had like a moderately coherent story was honestly a miracle. Some of the CGI was actually pretty decent. Some of the action scenes were, you know, decent action scenes. Nothing crazy, nothing spectacular, but you know, they're passable. They were funnish. The the story was an absolute mess, and Parker po Parker Posey was having the best time. So yes, yes. Uh, when she kicked that lady in the face, I was like, "Wow!" <laughs> Just choices. because she was Love like, it. here for it. I, I think like that's that she... where the whole star comes from, actually. Yeah. Well, I, and I think it's funny because she's like sitting on a table, like side legged in like a pencil skirt, and like a, I don't even remember what the lady did. No, oh, she nothing. She did nothing. Yeah, she Parker Posey just gets pissed and just like kicks her in the yeah. face. She's, like, she slams hard. her fist on the table and she breaks something and she's like, God damn it. She's still throwing a fit and then she kicks that lady in the face. Yeah. <laughs> Which was great. She was all upset Parker because she's like, we had Blade. We had him. And then kick right in the <laughs> face. <laughs> what did I do? <laughs> nothing. Absolutely nothing. So, uh, yeah, I think, you know, I'm, I'm almost leaning two stars because... I, I, I talked myself. We're, I, I'm going to uh, 1.75. Yeah. <laughs> live your truth. It's still not good. It's not a movie I would probably ever rewatch. Nah. Blade, Blade nah. 1 I might throw on in the background while I'm cleaning or something like that. Yeah. I, I can't justify this movie. So. Mm -hmm. Oh, it was bad. <laughs> yeah, it was real bad. All right. Well, if you like what we do here, we do have the link tree link down below. You can get a hold of us there. We do have our Patreon as well. Uh, you know, be a friend, tell a friend, do the comments, reviews, all that good stuff. Mm -hmm. It helps us mm -hmm. bring other friends into the fold. Yeah. Uh, but for this week, I've been Mike. I've been Audrey. And I'm Analicia. Thank you for joining us and talk to you next time. Bye.